Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to another episode of iHeartGeek. We have Moon Knight episode Yay! Yay! The yes. tomb. The tomb. Yes, finally the tomb. Oh, Let's be honest. That's where we're spending ninety percent of our time is the end of this. Yes. Show. Oh my God. I, yeah. This episode was so freaking amazing. It was doing so good. Such a good job on this. Show. It was such a horror. Don't let your kids watch this episode. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it was. It. This is probably the most mature audience geared, and not like in a dirty, naughty kind of way. Just in like all scary. of the gore and other and scary yeah. stuff kind of way. So here's yeah. the thing. My daughter watches every Marvel thing with me. She's six years old, and I did have not let her watch the show. And I'm like, oh, this hasn't been that bad. This is okay. <laughs> and, and then, then the tomb showed up. <laughs> of course. And you're like, no, she will not be watching this episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have this cut down into, I believe, four scenes this time. That's it. Because there's just... Yeah, there's I, more I than that, to. but there's four... Big, big yeah. one. So, scene one is actually happens before the credits, and I want to hit this. I think that um, the first shot with uh, with um, we think it's Osiris. It's Osiris. Yes. Maybe, yeah. maybe, Osiris. maybe. We'll we'll discuss. We'll discuss with him walking upside down, holding uh, Conchu. Yeah, I'm morning. Yeah, <laughs> when, with with that upside down walk, it was so. That shot was just. It was so a great cool. shot. Things are not as they seem. And yeah, there's a walk, lot of disorienting shots throughout yeah. the entire episode, which is cool. And when you look at the end, um, when you when the credits roll, we're not cutting forward, but the first shot you see is, I believe, it's Big Ben upside down. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Doing I don't know that. if that's a lot of inverted thing. shots in the show. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. This episode, there's a lot of things are turned shots. on their head. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh, okay, foreshadowing. Then, so let's hit this. I Everywhere. know that you guys research a whole lot more than me, but let's hit yeah. the gods that we see entombed. Ooh. Now there's some a lot of hints to other gods that we'll cover later, but um, I think that Courtney was the one that saw all the researched all the gods that we saw. Yeah, I think I have nine of the ten. Now okay, what are they're they? all because there aren't clear shots, listeners. This is just me speculating on the silhouette and what I think they are. Obviously, we know one is Khonshu. Doi. One looks like it's Osiris. Now, we have an avatar that claims to be Osiris's avatar. It mm-hmm. also could be It also could be Atom, who's also known as Ra. There's a lot in this episode that points to Ra, so that's very possible because yeah. he's wearing the double crown. Anubis is there. Yep. And these are big uh, names that you yeah. know you could expect to see. Yeah. God, right? yeah. Yeah. Set, yeah. Ra is Ra is the king of the gods yeah, of the like Egyptian the pantheon. Okay. Yeah. He's wow. like the okay. Zeus or the Odin of the Egyptian pantheon. Um, so it's, one is either Osiris or Ra. It's hard to tell because whatever that one is wearing the double crown, and they both yeah. wear the double crown. Okay. Um, Anubis, uh, Basset, who is also Bast, the cat god from Pe- oh. Black Panther. Sekhmet is there. Uh, oh. Kefri, and Kefri is referenced on the inscription on the scarab that leads them to Amit's tomb, which Tyler will tell you about later. And I'm because he found it. Um, Widget on the heck job. And Khatnum, who is a goat god or a ram-headed god. Oh, yeah, we saw that. Uh, we saw something with that. Uh-huh, that'll come. And then Neith, uh, who is the consort or the wife of Set. Did uh, we see oh. Set in there? No, but I'm okay. missing one. But there I am is... missing one. We'll get to it when we get to the tomb, but there are references to Set. There um, are references. I haven't to told y'all all, about that yet. Yes. There are there are references to every single god I just mentioned and in are, Alexander's tomb. 
we are going to try our best yeah. not to bore you with this with the minutia yeah, of gonna, this mm-mm. because there's a lot. If you want to wanna know more listeners, if you want to know about the Egypt stuff, just hit me up on Facebook or hit me up on That's Twitter, so and cool I will though. tell you all about it. Yeah, it all Listen, it ties in with real mythology. Courtney's a big nerd. Just message her on Facebook, and then she'll tell you. It's great. Oh, yeah. nerd. She likes Giant to talk to everyone. She likes Love people it. so well, much. And you know it's what's interesting? And tell her what she does wrong on the show first, and then ask her questions. She <laughs> loves that. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. Well, you know what's interesting about those names? So I didn't get into the names and everything, but as soon as you started naming them, like those are some like main main gods of, mm-hmm. of Egypt, which yep. uh, gives credence to one of my theories. I'm going to get into later but that's that's huge i i didn't even realize that now it's these are all based on what i think i can see when i pause it yeah and look really really close but i could be wrong because it's not a super clear shot of all there's some of them i'm sure of like i there definitely that is that is most definitely anubis up there that is most definitely sekhmet and it's most definitely Basset. Yeah. The other ones could be something different. So, I mean, going forward, this might be where we see a War of the Gods, which will be really interesting. But mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to get a second season. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Okay, so now let's jump up to scene two, which is, I just titled Getting Shot in the Desert. This has everything from <laughs> the beginning all the way to their trial, their, their trek into the tomb. So there's a lot yeah. to this. Now there's two gripes I have, and this here, these are um you don't say factual things that don't I don't worry, I will have a factual gripe later. So you are not alone this okay, episode, good. sir. Okay, here's here's my two problems. These guys, these these mercenaries that are in the desert shooting people are not pros. The first thing you would look at would be inside of any vehicles or anything else. Yeah. Immediately. That's the first thing you look at. I had kind of a problem with that. Are they supposed to be pros, though? I think they are. Well, with that kind of weaponry. And then that's my <laughs> other problem. I mean, problem. I don't know. Then, well, yeah, that's not um, standard issue. Anybody can get stuff. That's, yeah, that's I, I don't know. I'm just mercenary, military <laughs> grade. Okay. My, now, my other issue the when she hit the, uh, pulled the flare out and threw it in the box of bullets, that mm-hmm. is movie magic. That doesn't yeah. happen. It doesn't that's, happen. Like it's, that. it's a percussion. It's- Hit. It's a I know. superhero movie. Hey, I know. Hey. And I'm, I'm just saying those are two things that took me out. Did, did really anybody weird. else get get the Jurassic Park vibe when she yes. did the flare? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I didn't get that, but one thing I noted is the flare paints her red. Yes, it does. Uh, or oh. or crimson, scarlet. Maybe. Yeah, or yeah. scarlet. Should we say? Yeah, and they yeah. talk about scarab later. Oh, and there's, oh, yeah. I got something for y'all in this. Yeah. It's going to blow Tyler's mind. I don't know if he caught it or not. So I'm going to oh, blow I his mind it. later. Did I you? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> now let's see the, um, let's see what I want to hit now. Um, two, da, 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 da. okay. So let's, was the goat. They're walking there. They, they escaped the ram. Was the that, ram. was it just a ram or was that a avatar of a God? That's not a human. Well, Kahum it is, was very in your face. Oh yeah, there it's definitely referencing something. Um, the research that I got said it could possibly reference Amun Ra in the form of the god I mentioned, the goat-headed god Kahum mm-hmm. Um, because he is a different form of Ra. Mm. And he is mm. most he's he has a black ram, he has a black ram's head. And that's what was sitting up there looking at him. Yeah. was Black Ram. So that's something. Uh, the other thing I want to hit. There's a lot of raw. Yeah. There's a lot of raw references that run through this entire episode. Raw, raw, re. Kick him in the Or, knee. Raw, raw, or was it one of the goats that pulls Thor's ship? Oh, oh. oh, oh. See, there you go. <laughs> there it is. Love it. Love and thunder. Hooman. There's the connection. and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot the other name of the other one. But they he can eat that sucker every Nasher. single day and it grow back. Amazing. Okay. Um, <laughs> when Stevens dispills the beans about he and Mark's deal, uh, Layla is not pleased. I like it when Mark and Steven are arguing with each other. Isn't it great? Like right oh, before. Oh, yes. I especially love the line, if you play a hand, if you lay a hand on her, I'm gonna throw us off a cliff. <laughs> the, yes. <laughs> 
which it was so good. Which goes to my other point, um, going back to what we talked about last week. I think we all know that ever all parties involved now know it is cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cheating. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, that's weird. It's just, the, I think it's just it's a weird, confusing. Well, you love the person or you love the body? It'd I mean, be that's like, like a weird, confusing situation. It'd be like you dating somebody else's twin at this point because they can't remember each other. They're in the same body, but they're different yeah. personalities. Yeah. yeah. And Damn she definitely. definitely felt guilty. You could see uh-huh. it. That was he, the most awkward kiss I think I've. Oh, it is so so guilty. Steven felt guilty. You could see it. That's why he stopped and had to tell him. Had to had to make sure that this was gonna be okay. And then the punch from Mark. Yeah. (laughs) Or Steven to Mark. No, Mark Steven. Yeah. Uh, That was so So, good. Yeah. Yeah. That answers that that question. Yes, it's cheating. (laughs) And I will I will we were all wondering. I did say the line, but didn't he got a little cheeky there in that whole scene? It was a little bit. It was a little bit saucy area. It was Archer era. It was was definitely in the Archer range. Yeah, yeah. Oh, phrasing, phrasing. Okay, I'll give you phrasing. I'll give you. I'll give you phrasing. And if you guys didn't catch it, it's the part when they're. About to it's belay kind down. of obvious. So, the I'm just in case in the catches. gear and then something she says. Exactly. Yeah. So that that was a thing. Okay. Um, oh, one thing I loved ahead. about this too, because it, it's comedy and it's it's everything else, but there is foreshadowing here for what they're about ready to see because there was blood on the ground. There was oh, yeah, the was, instrument in the tent. The modification yeah. tool, like, yeah. What is that? As they as they continue on, but I love I always love foreshadowing any kind of shows and movies because like my brain starts starts yeah. trying to go down the trails. And I was that was a really cool foreshadowing to see a little specs. Now this this is my big catch that nobody online anyway that I've seen seems to be talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's when you see the the mummification tool and there's blood on the in the camp outside. That was not the sorcerer that was doing the mummification. I'm guessing that's Haro. No, so, it was the Hecka priest who did it. Outside of the tomb. That's what I, I was don't wondering. Think outside? It was. Yeah. I don't think it outside. was. I'm sure it was. I'm I, sure it I, was. I, I, am, I am actually willing to bet it's no. not. I, w- I will actually do okay. one more online okay. bets. I okay. think it was. It may not be Haro, but if it is, that raises a lot of questions we haven't asked. But, I mean, how many Hecka priests do you think there were down there just the one? Oh no way son oh, no. there was three there were yeah there were more than that there was more than one but i don't one got the, squished and then we saw another well, one i think I the curse ends more. at the tomb i don't think they could go so, outside of the tomb i don't think there's a curse so so to dub's point that's kind of whenever i saw the blood that was the foreshadowing in my mind was did they have to sacrifice somebody for that tomb to open or or something something along in that sense. So one thing I will say that might go along with your thought that Haro was doing it that might lead back to later to later on when he's mm-hmm. we see him we'll as the doctor yeah. is that tool is also actually used to shove up the dead body's nose and swirl it around and pull the brain out because well, they don't it, care they didn't care about the, the brain. Season. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't care about the brain, I have so three. they used to cut it up. And so, you know, since he's a a doctor in an asylum, I, I'll give you that. I'll throw that out there as a bone for you. So, no, I I do think it is a. I think it's something, and I don't think we're looking at it close enough. Um, I figured somebody had to me. get sacrificed, like Kevin has said. Maybe that that's a possibility, and maybe Haro is something different than what he what we believe him to be. I got like, I got thoughts. Okay, fire away. <laughs> well, I got I got thoughts that I want to talk later about. Uh, uh, you thinking maybe hearkening back to his comic origins when he was a doctor experimenting on people for pain and all that. Yeah, that That's could what be. He did in the comics. Um, it could be because he's Mephisto. No, I'm just kidding. That is it. Oh, that's exactly what it was. That is an actual <laughs> internet rumor going around right now. That's he's what the goat was. was. The ghost. The goat was Mephisto. Yeah. I'll, no, I'd buy that. that yeah, I will buy. This again. <laughs> no, we're just we're just yanking your chain, Kevin. Okay. You see, on the wall or, inside. Or are we? <laughs> okay, is there anything else we need to hit in this scene before we go into the tomb? Nope. No, okay. Oh, it, oh, oh one quick thing. 
Um, this leads not going to, backwards anymore. This leads yeah. to the Scarlet Scarab thoughts. Um, if you look at Layla's clothes in that in this scene, in the whole Tomb Raider scene, they mimic the exoskeleton of a scarab beetle. Oh, nice. Mm. Oh. Cool. Well, and, and there's more we're going to hit on Layla in a few minutes. So there you go. Okay, so scene three in the tomb. In the tomb, the, the graceful entrance. Tomb. Oh, we fall into the mummification. <laughs> yeah, you you definitely realize very quickly how much of a dork Stephen is. Stupid mm-hmm. dork. Yes. He's a cinnamon. Now he let me. Him. Now let me say. I think. I think now would be a good time to say I'm warming up to him. I like him now. We oh, were like, we got to punch this guy in the throat or something. But <laughs> yeah. Not no, I still feel that way. Well, yeah, but now, you know, now I'm, so, I'm really warming up to the guy. Well, what he's doing now is now his life has clarity. Now he doesn't feel like he's actually like actually crazy where he's waking up and he actually understands it now. I think there's a little bit of closure in that. So he can now use his talents and his talents yeah. is to figure things out. Yep. So yeah. all his knowledge well, and expertise. He's a cute play. little cinnamon roll. Yeah, it is what is brings him to the brings him to the party. Mm-hmm. But so so straight up, this is when it becomes a straight up horror. I'm not a horror fan, so I was edging my seat the first time I watched it. I didn't, you know, and it even gave me jump scares. It gave me double jump scares. <sighs> okay, well, oh, you know what? Again. Hit that. Uh, you have a theory on the source. I'm, I'm telling you, he's probably using like echolocation. I know yeah. his tongue is missing. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mummica- when, you, when you mummify somebody, you but cut their tongue it's out. It's dark in there. When nobody's in there, it's dark. He's yeah. using I, echolocation. Why can't it be both? Dark. It is. Why can't it be both? He has to use echolocation because they cut his tongue out to mummify him. I think but we could both so, right. so creepy. So I do want to say the first time you see yeah. him, before he does the weird spider walk and all that, he is terrifying just straight oh. up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the first and when you watch it, uh, I couldn't have been the only one thought, is that Haro? Oh, oh no. Gosh. That I was my it. first I knew, thought. I knew it was I knew it was gonna be something gross. It was because well, we're this, in a we're this, in a mummification chamber. You know, that's where yeah. they do the mummifications. This whole and I'm just scene like was was like a cross between Tomb Raider. Indiana Jones and like a mummy horror, like, yeah. like the old like mummy horror show. It was just brilliantly done. Like, Which is something I want to hit with this. When she hides, if you've played any video yeah. game, especially oh, like yeah. uh, Tomb Raider or the Batman stuff, whenever you go into stealth mode. That's very cool. Or Fable or anything. That's what Layla was. And I thought it was, I thought they overplayed their hand a little bit on it. I, it was, it was entertaining. It was cute. Maybe. They did it once with the with the truck and then they did it again and i'm like ah, you should have only done like one or the other because it was i think they overplayed their hand a little bit just me being critical on it a lot of that a lot of this in the show is it seems like it's a little bit over the top but not it just gets to that line you know with the with just even the little details like that and that yeah. may that may <laughs> kind of help uh, a theory i have later on okay fair enough i agree with i can't wait Okay. <laughs> I know what the theory is. <laughs> I, is. Is it in this section or is it in the next one? No, no it's it's, it's gonna be yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so I think the use of Alexander the Great as a reveal was brilliant. Okay, I have a couple things. Okay, I know I know what your thought on this is, but I want to say this first. Every single person that watches this watches this show, no matter how old you are, knows Alexander the Great. And it's it's definitely a moment that you can it's a relation moment. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to know Hotep Ra, you're not going to know a million of these. You're going to know Alexander the Great, right? Well, isn't that what that's made, my thought on it? Huh? Isn't that what made Indiana Jones uh, movies fun? Is it was something everyone knows? Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. knows it, and so it's like, oh, there it is, and and that's what I think made this scene so great. The so great I, best scene of the whole show, I think. I, I, yeah, I, the best. Yeah, of the not of not of this episode mm-hmm. of the show. That moment mm-hmm. was kind of amazing, and the just excitement, the discovery, that and the, yeah, the, yeah. the Stephen's yeah. excitement um, and everything. I don't know, maybe I'm Stephen sold it, hundred You know Steven how how well he's selling it and everything. Yeah. So a couple of things: um, the face on the sarcophagus is is based exactly on what we think Alexander the Great looked like. 
Um, so okay, they we did have a use the thinking thing. <laughs> that's the other thing. It is yeah. missing. It is, yeah. it is legitimately missing. No one has ever found it. Um, I have two little gripes and this is just me being a massive, massive nerd. <laughs> um, first off when he walks in that Steven walks in and he says, could be Tatmos two, or it could be Nefertiti. Okay. First off, he says it was a Pharaoh. Nefertiti was never a Pharaoh <laughs> ever. Her Ooh. husband was. And she's believed to be the mother of the most famous pharaoh that we know of. But we don't know if that's true. So that irritated me. And the other thing that just made me crazy is there is no way that one man can push Should the lid yeah. yeah. That had to weigh himself. That had to weigh at least a minimum of a ton. That was solid and gold. gold. Solid yeah. Most of the time, there are two or three layers in yes. a sarcophagus before you get to the mummy. It's like a Russian like... doll. King Tut had nine. So that's just my little gripe. That's just my nerdiness. And so, you know, but it, you know what? It plays into Tyler's movie props. Idea later. So. Come on. You gotta make it work. I'm well, gonna let it go because it was it so is, rad. But it I'm is like, a Marvel do movie. That by himself. Don't let facts get in the way. <laughs> so wait a second. <laughs> that's what messed your suspense of disbelief up? You, you can say that over and I was over. Waiting and for that. I was waiting belief. for that. I did. I did honestly go. He couldn't do that by himself. Oh, there's no way. Yeah, but I'm no. like, oh, maybe okay. if he was wearing the Moon Knight okay. suit, maybe zombie sorcerer is okay. <laughs> maybe it's like okay. I'll let it go because it's cool. <laughs> okay, so now let's get Harrow finds and they find the boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Um. Actually, before we get to that, let's let's uh, talk. Uh, yeah, before we get to that, I want to talk about... Pretty significant scene. Yeah, let's talk about the um, the burial chamber with the snakes. Um, that, that's a... I believe that Seth set is, I believe, a snake god. The burial chamber? In the burial chamber. In the, in where the sarcophagus was? Yes, but no, 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 not where the sarcophagus was. The tomb was, when, or the yeah, mummification room? In the mummification room when they went oh, and okay. hopped, he went and hid. Okay. And all the snake stuff in there. I oh, believe yeah. that was supposed to be a thing of of set, and that's the only thing that I really widget is a widget is a snake headed goddess. Okay, so I thought it was cool. Well, he, he said it represented like yeah. uh, self regeneration. Self regeneration. Well, yeah. I mean, the other thing is, is it, it? He said snake skin, but it could also be crocodile skin because I it mean, looked like snake skin. Amid is croc is a crocodile. I mean, it's a reptilian thing. So fair enough. I, I don't know. There's just an arm laying there, and that's gross. Okay, so what else you guys want to hit on this before we get to Harrow showing up? Um, well, I mean well, that, that scene. Yeah, yeah, that scene, and then the scene where where Layla fights off the the Hecka priest and and hey Tyler, why don't you tell us what a Hecka priest is? Um, it's Hecka cool, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you coming with the dad jokes today, Doug? I am. Every day, my job. Comes every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, um, no, I was just kind of looking, looking around, and I did come across that, like, um, at least in, I found you could probably enlighten us, Courtney, in, within real mythology, but uh, in Marvel, Hecanut was a sorcerer that actually had um, a lot of dealings with um, Amon Ra. So I found that kind of interesting, you know, keeping with all everything that we're doing here in mm -hmm. in uh, the fourth installment of our MCU. You know, all the sorcery, yeah. all the magic and stuff. You know, they're really keeping with all of that. And in the to piggyback on that, in the original, uh, in the original Egyptian, um, Heka priest Heka was the personification of one element of Amun Ra, the element of his magic. And so Hecka priests worshipped the magic, and they worked for doctors and healers. Very interesting. It's a group effort. This is cool. Yeah, a little bit making it bring we'll, stuff together. We'll make it make sense one way or the other. You know. Yeah, Heck yeah, we will. Heck yeah, we will. I'll make that square fit in the circle. I don't care. <laughs> hey, it all connects. It all connects. Okay, so let's let's move on to the hero now, who is even more annoying uh, when speaking. Because he's just so measured and calm when there's gunshots going on, and there's I think it's that are gonna supposed kill. to foreshadow to where he ends up as at the end of the episode. Yeah, 
Because yeah. he says a couple of things. Like he says to her, I hope you find closure, which is literally something that the what he is the role he's given at the end yeah would say and then he also said he also yells wake up yeah oh really yeah. loudly but we don't know who interesting he's talking to is you he know, talking to layla you know is what's he talking to them? Hmm. well you know what's interesting about hero is He's like he is like a doctor. Like he's very measured, and he believes that he's right. Mm-hmm. You know, he, his whole his whole ordeal is: I'm just trying to heal the world. I'm trying to. This is just what you I'm doing. Just bought him a coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. you know, Netflix is just teaching the world to so scary. Like they've taken Marvel. It's over in the past in the MCU. They they haven't really done a great job with all their villains, and they have they've taken this villain that barely anybody knows. And in four episodes have made me so enthralled with them. And it's because of scenes just like this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. measuring, he's threatening and everything else, but he's so measured and calm while he's doing it. And it's it. annoying. Yes, he is. <laughs> now, okay. So I have a question and let's very quickly answer this one real quick. Um, so when Haro was giving the whole dissertation of what happened to her father, is it because he actually read the mind? Or was he there? Was he the other guy? Bushman's the other guy. Okay, so well, that, that, that's no fun. Yeah, I don't think he was there. <laughs> I mean, he that's just that's me. just literally what it is in the comics. Is that the Bush Bushman yeah, is the one? Like, that but they're him. taking liberties everywhere. Yeah, yes. I mean, they're taking yeah. liberties. I think Harrow just knows because I mean, stop and think about Harrow knows everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Fed but he free. also. We, we, we mentioned before that Haro doesn't lie, and he never said that Mark killed the father. He said, <laughs> what, what does your heart tell you? To make well, he said face. he was there. And I mean, he says, Mark says, my partner got greedy. And we know, those of us in the comics know that there, there was actually another person there, Bushman, who's the one that killed him. But um, I've seen speculation that that from people on the internet that he means his partner Jake. Okay, but Mark doesn't know about Jake, or we we don't know. We Mark don't know. About, we Jake don't doesn't exist know yet. About Jake. We don't technically know about Jake. So they're gonna wait till the end. That's okay. just random. <laughs> so let's move on to the ultimate Easter egg world. We'll call that in scene four. Okay, so for this scene, I'm gonna let everybody just go kind of crazy. There's so much because there's so much crap. <laughs> this is so like, much. This is like every Easter egg, and then Xlax just went through and just boom, <laughs> everywhere. It's wow. everywhere. Only wow, like, just all over. Yeah, it's everywhere. Okay, so I want to throw my one theory out, and then I'll let you guys just do whatever you want to do on this. Okay, so. My question is, A, is is he dead because uh, they don't have Kanju there to raise them up from the dead? So is Mark Steven actually dead? And two, I have this theory. I think that Jake actually has taken over. In the first or second episode, I don't remember which which one it was, he talked about how they used to be able to, second episode, how they used to be able to, wall themselves off a lot better but now he can't for some reason so i'm wondering if that's the walling off and jake has taken over and he's actually doing the thing right now and if they would have buy that if there wasn't a third sarcophagus no no but that's why i that's that's where my third part comes in with the third sarcophagus when they open it if they would have opened it they would have met jake and then the the i think the walls would have been torn down and then they would have just all come back in that's just that's my that's my theory. Throwing spaghetti wrong. at the wall, <laughs> but I, I if that it makes sense to me. No, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, okay. This whole this whole episode is throwing spaghetti at the walls. So. Oh, yeah. this is okay. So go ahead and start with uh, what did you guys see, and don't give us the hippo until the end. So uh, let's start <laughs> with <laughs> you. Just Boiler gave the hippo away. Everybody knows the hippo's there. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's how we the know the show's over. Uh, <laughs> she broke the internet. <laughs> let, oh my gosh! Let's start oh. with Tyler. What what kind of cool things did you see on this? That's like, uh... um, you know, I mean, there's just so much, and I'm sure we we all picked out pretty much everything. Um, I just I just really liked how 
you know, every single episode was referenced in this. We saw something from everything. We saw yep. Donna from the museum sitting there with a stuffed scarab from the first episode. You know, um, we even got my boy Sarcophagus in the fishbowl. Um, he's chilling over there. So yeah, bad. that's right. That Keep shaking so your head. You so bad. That's horrible. Um, you know, I mean, just so many little things from, you know, all the different characters that we saw. It, it was just ridiculous. And mm-hmm. I, I know that what they were going for, they're doing the, was it all in his head the whole time? Well, you, was that it all was a dream? So, yeah, you know? it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. But I mean, that's, they want you to kind of think that. And I mean, I, you, it can be broken down in so many different ways. There's just so much that happened here mm-hmm. and that didn't happen here that we're trying to piece together. Yeah. And it was just wild. I'll let y'all go ahead. So, Kevin, what blew your mind? So, there's a couple couple things. Um, one, so I after after well, I'll talk about that afterwards about the after the episode and kind of like thoughts and emotions about it. But there were some things that I just did not understand, and I and I would uh, love there was a lot of symbolism, obviously, and just like Tyler said, is you can piece the whole show through those last couple of scenes, and it was just really beautifully done. But the part where Layla, where she says, oh, I'll let you keep part of this this one time. Or what, she says something. And that's mm, it. And that I, was, okay, yeah. That, I didn't that bothered me. That. Yeah, I didn't understand what's I'll going on. I'll share it with you. I'll share it with you this, this time, time, I promise. I promise. Is it subconscious? Or is was that her dad that was trying, oh. Was that her dad that was trying to get greedy? And then Jake shot her? Uh, was that you know what I mean, like a symbolism, or I just didn't understand that part? Mm-hmm. Does anybody have anything? I've been wondering about it for a couple of days now. I've got nothing on the line. I've got lots of other stuff, but I have no interpretation for that line. Yeah. I don't. Maybe I found the scarab. She ran off with it. You know, like she stole something know. from him. There's yeah, no way know. she did not. Yeah, and that's why she lets Mark get away with what she lets him get away with because they have the they both betrayed each other, so therefore. There's a lot more room to get possibly. away with. Possibly, yeah, very yeah. possible. Any, anything else before we go to Courtney? We just like sit back and just. I got a list. The There's a here. lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a. There's so much. All right. But yeah, but Courtney, go ahead. Okay. I'd love to hear. It. Okay, so there's two little things that I'll say that I think other people missed. Okay, so Crowley is calling the bingo. Mm-hmm. That's yep. Crowley. Yeah, the golden statue guy who is who is in the comics a confidant of Jake. Um, somebody's playing the Rubik's Cube, which is what Steven does in the first episode to stay mm-hmm. awake. Billy and Bobby are the orderlies, but we called that way before. You called that. I'll, um, give, that. I'll give that one to you. You did that. Okay. One. Okay. The <laughs> clock behind Donna, the hands are Conchu's staff. Mm-hmm. Um, Beck, the guy who's playing the, the guy, the guy who's pushing the cupcake cart, his name is Beck. He actually owned the cupcake van in the first oh. episode. So that's where that ties in. Did he own the, the drawing? Was, was that, that wasn't his, uh, horror or midnight man, his security guy? What's no, his name no, Beck? he's in there though. That guy's in there though. But the cupcakes ro- shoot, go back to the cupcake van. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the picture definitely. of Monrovia. I haven't gotten there yet, but it's okay. And it's and it's Latvira. I know. I'm throwing it away. Um, The drawing, the one the whole one makes is a a drawing of Kanchu, but everybody knows that. Um, okay, Layla is eating Turkish delight as she's putting the marshmallow. You know what I mean. But she's putting the (laughs) postcards up that were part of you know that we saw before. Um Steven is chained or shackled to the wheelchair or mark is shackled to the wheelchair like steven was chained to the bed um with the moon knight doll in his head now here are the two tiny little things that i caught that i was i'm curious if everybody else caught layla is wearing a bandage on her finger and there's red marks on it and what is it tyler it's a scarab a scarlet scarab it is she has a scarlet scarab on her bandage um the other thing is i just wanted to come true (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
The other well, her dad thing called is, her scare, uh, scare my little scare. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's all so kinds of little things yeah. pointing that, that she's going to end up being this probably scare, but it's just, it doubles down every single episode. <laughs> the other thing, and you have to be paying attention or watching with the captions on Crowley, when he's calling bingo, he calls uh, T 16. There's yeah. no T in bingo. But T16 refers to truth serum that's used in oh. the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ooh. Nice. Uh, I have to throw out one more thing, one more catch that I found. Did you, anybody notice how his jaw looked when he was all just out of his mind? He was sedated. He was sedated? Okay. So anybody else notice his they jaw looked same. exactly yeah. the same as when his jaw was broken in the first episode? Well, that's the really? thing is like in the comic books the orderlies beat the snot out of him all the time. So I just assumed that they beat him up before they brought him into Harold's Oh, office. probably. But he, I mean, his job. But we just didn't up. see it. Yeah, we just didn't In see reference it. I to that's what it was. The comics also, I think, I'm starting to think that, um, or I do think, Haru is taking the place of Emmett, who turns out to be Amit. Amit, um, yeah. Amit. In the comics, uh, mm -hmm. Emmett being the doctor in the insane asylum in the comic mm -hmm. turns out to be on it. So now there's, I think, I think they traded that for Haru. I kind of agree with Tyler on that. Now there's more stuff in his office in the doctor's office, but I'll wait till we get there. I'll wait till we get there. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you, you, okay. you got the show. You got, um, you got, you got, you have the helm. There's four canopic jars. Yep. In there. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where they put the liver or the stomach and, other pieces of body when they mummify people, which is a weird thing to have in a doctor's office. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There's the Bavarian doctor by right. now. I hope there's the Bavarian. There's the Bavarian <laughs> landscape, which we're debating whether it's Latvia or not. It's not. Um, there's Stop. a glass. There's a glass pyramid on his desk. Mm -hmm. um, there is a statue of Amit's head in it. And then the other thing is, is there's a goat god who is Kanum statue on his desk too. One other thing that didn't, I can't believe no one else noticed. Did anybody look at the, uh, in the movie when they had the lunar god, the Aztec lunar god? How many the faces Aztec did lunar he god. have? How three. many faces? Four. There were three faces. Is it? I thought it was there four. There were three faces I could inside be wrong. of it. So I thought well, that, that was works into <clears throat> Tyler's theory. Yeah. He'll tell you about later. Okay, Tyler, tell you us know, your theory because it's bothering me now. Tell wait, me. we've got to get. Do we have to get the hippo? Get to the hippo first. Well, and yeah, then... we got to get all the okay. hippo stuff too. Hippo. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Go. So then there's the hallways with the four, the the three sarcophagi. Yeah. Yeah. So. So my thought, my thoughts there is that that is going to be Jake, but they haven't met him yet. And so, like, would yeah. you open a sarcophagus if you haven't met him? And he's not making yeah, a he, sound, so they can't hear. Yeah, his that's voice. the thing is, is there's no sound like we yeah, could with just, when Steven was pounding. Mm -hmm. And so it's like I know Steven's in there, so I'm going to open it. But that and, does go um, with my theory. And it's and it's this whole thing with that that sarcophagus. It's 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 a. It's like it's like still locked away. They don't know them yet, you know. And yeah, yeah. I was wondering and, if they were going to open them, and then all of a sudden, they were, the whole thing was going to come crashing down. Is he, almost, he locked away because they don't know him yet, or is he locked away because Mark? Put well, because well, Stephen was locked away the same way. Oh, he was, was laying down. Yeah, but they know about each other, though. Mark and Stephen yeah. know about each other. So, in in what Kevin was saying, they don't know about Jake yet. Yeah. So they maybe that's know why they didn't either. open it. Yeah, well, but you yeah, can but hear they him. They haven't met him yet. They've met yeah. everybody else, and in everybody in that show, in that that part, everybody that was in there was in reference to something that's happened before. They've never mm -hmm. seen him. So mm -hmm. how could they show him in his mind? Yeah, I think mm -hmm. anything here is so speculative. And why? Oh, yeah. Why was he standing up? Stephen was down. Was laid what's, down. what's that symbol? Because you know, he's standing he's up. Stand up guy. Mark's fighting right now. Yeah. Well, and the, I'm not, I like I'm the not funerary. Gonna let this guy die. Yeah. The Egyptian. <laughs> uh, hold on to this whole episode is throwing Skeddy at the yeah, wall. Yeah, so yeah, just go for it. hold on to it. Take it. <laughs> I have no problems with shooting out 45 million different theories we have because I think that's right. where we're at One right now. Oh, One yeah. of them's going to be good. So, yeah. Okay. And then. Then the hippo. We run down the hallway. There's 
Did you guys notice the lamps? Oh yeah, the inception tilt to the yeah. Yeah, but did you notice that the lamps are ancient Egyptian funerarial urns? There was so also they don't go with the rest they of funny. the yeah they don't go with the rest of the decor of the no, asylum. <laughs> yeah, there was well, also in the room. Oh, it, oh, go ahead. No, it's interesting when you say that because I didn't I didn't notice the urns like per se, but I did notice as he was running down the hall, things seemed more pyramidy. If that makes sense, like mm -hmm. the, the way the lighting started changing, the way. And then all of a sudden, when we see the symbol, it kind of brings credence to what I'm kind of thinking is going on. But, you you know, all of a sudden you come there. Now it's actually almost like he's pulling himself out of it or he's being pulled out of it at that point. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Now, there was three things in that room on the shelf. Um, I don't think it means anything, but there was a clock, a cup, and something else. I don't know what the other yeah, one Yeah, I couldn't was. figure out what it, I couldn't figure out what they were. And I, I know mm -mm. every single thing in this has meaning. So I'm trying to like right. suck the marrow out. And I, yeah, yeah. I, I I just finished my rewatch, like right before we did it. And I, I couldn't figure out what it was. So, okay. And so let's talk about the hippo for a second. And that moment was incredible. That was because, awesome. I mean, it's, it's, it's horrifying and it's awful. And you're just looking for stuff. And then I think she's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> and that voice is just like, everything's Wonderful. okay now. I'm happy. Yep. It's perfect. It's it could have been such a downer ending, but that right there, we're like, oh, there you I are. Also, I friend. really enjoyed the fact that Steven screams like a girl <laughs> when he's scared. You have Mark like touching yeah, and you got Steven going, ah, like me in a horror film. Ah. <laughs> No, but they, they do that so well uh, throughout this show. Just the, mm -hmm. the vibe they put out, you know, if it's creepy, if it's intense and you're fighting, or if it's like a lovey-dovey kind of vibe, you know, whatever they do, it's it's perfectly balanced throughout. Mm -hmm. You know, right right when it's been twisted and dark, and my yes. God, what's going on? And then, yes. you know, it's perfect. It made it all, mm -hmm. it made it all better. Now, mm -hmm. it was like it, the, it, it's the world's greatest Band-Aid right there, and it was weird. <laughs> it was. Now, who is the hippo guy? Well, Why don't you tell us? You researched it. No, no, no. You're, you're the, the Egyptian nut over there. Hippopotami. <laughs> I will say, I will say that after this part, I have a couple of friends from work that have been watching this show. And so like every time they come in, all of them were like, what the heck was that last part? I don't understand. <laughs> and it was so funny from the other side of people that like don't know. And I, now I have a theory on the hippo that it's the, it's the girl the girl avatar um and i'm gonna let courtney take that because she's better i at thought that. it was at first i thought it was at first yeah but like it's just so funny and listening to people that aren't kind of following along and they're like what so okay so courtney tell us who it is tyler tell us your theory and then we got one more thing that i want to talk about and then we'll wrap it uh she's tahuaret she is the hippo goddess who is a protector and a guardian, and she's a a mother type goddess and a goddess of fertility, and she helps fairy souls through the underworld. Okay, so that's so what I got, and then yeah, she's a helpful goddess. So she, I think she'll be yeah she'll be an ally for our our messed up minded poor little superhero. Now I'm okay. kind of interested in seeing what Kevin has. He's been he's been harping on something this, this last couple of days. Okay, so my my thought is that so it's either one of two things. I've kind of been back and forth, back and forth with him. Either one is that right now he is actually being almost essentially hollowed out or something like that. You're trying to give his body to emit to be the avatar. They've yeah. gotten rid of Kanchu. Now they've broken him down. They're trying to break him down even more. And that's what this whole thing was, is as Haro is basically trying to say, hey, um, get ready. Just give into it, you know? And that's what all this is, is them trying to, like, get Amit to be the Avatar or him to be Amit's Avatar. And then, so I think that's what's going on. But I, I kind of believe that that Hippo goddess is, is the same. Now, am I correct? Her Avatar was that girl that we met 
in the no. temple, right? Oh, it wasn't. No. That's no. Okay. That was my first thought. Yeah, that's that's Hathor. Hathor is the cow-headed goddess. So if she buries... is solely is all hippo. There's there's no female to her, but she does walk. She's bipedal. Well, so she has not right. She was not people. in that the circle. If she no, she's not to the underworld. Then maybe he is actually dying. Yeah, you know? maybe it could be. Yeah, and, yeah. And so no, they're they're different goddesses. That's one, and that's what, kind of one of the versions of. Uh, yeah, I have a couple theories on how this is like kind of playing out at the end here, and um, you know, one of them was that he it's, he just fell into some sort of purgatory, and you know, we're, she's going to be a helper in some way and kind of guide them to uh, meet somebody who's significant enough to enact whatever plan it is to release Conchu. Um, and then we get our Ghostbusters scene with all the other gods and stuff that'll probably be released at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the question of like, well, if he's in there, how's he going to get out? Like that was, that was kind of like the main question for me. Um, not so much what's next in like the next episode, but how's he getting out of here and, and, uh, digging around. I got, I got a couple different things. So do the good one. Do the good one. <laughs> so the one that's that's kind of crippling Courtney over here is, is that a few details popped up in the last day of digging that got me thinking, okay, are we watching what we think we're watching? Because in the comics, Steven was a producer of a TV show. About movie, um, yeah, he's a movie producer, and Mark was the actor. And, and Mark played Moon Knight. Played Moon Knight, and we got a couple. And like I said, is lending to how you said it's a little over the top the way she acts out and stuff. There's been a lot of that, and th- we got a couple little things in episode three. There's what looks to be some sort of green screen left on the ground when they're having the rooftop fight, and I mean bright green. Like in yeah. the corner, you can't miss it. When you really look for it, it's it's there. And then also, there's an alley chase during that episode. I'll be so pissed off if you're right. And just this week, of <laughs> uh, some some people on Twitter had spotted that you literally see as they're running down the alleyway, you see a cameraman come oh into frame, God. holding a legit modern camera like you would film a TV show. With. And I've we looked at it earlier, and sure enough. It, it's there. She rewatched the scene in full speed, yeah. and dude's there. It's and it looks pretty, pretty obvious. It looks intentional. Like I know there have yeah. been some guffs. We've we've had some things where Jean's Jean's guy came in the Mandalorian and stuff. Yeah. But this this given the comic book background, it looks like they might be playing with that. It's just you know we're throwing you know, speculation. It's very intentional. I mean, wow. it looks very intentional. But and the way the guy the way on. the guy enters the screen because Tyler told me about it and I went back and rewatched it and I watched it in slow-mo and I watched it in full speed. When you're not, when you're not slowing it down, it's really obvious that he comes into the shot and comes out of the shot. And the way that he's positioned, if it was accidental, it would make sense because in that scene, we would have had different cuts from that camera position it's all one big shot. So there are no additional cuts yeah, in there. Like they had so there's no reason. Calling. There would be no reason to have somebody there so, to do the shot. You know, if are we watching a production it, so. of Moon Knight while we're watching a production I, of Moon Knight? That will make a lot of sense. And I will be so pissed off <laughs> if that's right. It's not the ending I want. <laughs> but No. There's some validity yeah, to, to the speculation. It, it really you know? is. And when he told me about it, I was like, I'm, I'm if it wasn't little, for the okay, cameraman and the, the, what looks like it could be a green screen crumpled up in the background on the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to rewatch the whole series this week. I mean, yeah. Episode and I mean, three is where you find I'm a little bit broken right now. And we could I be wrong. It would be, be wild. Wrong. And it'd be the craziest twist Marvel's ever thrown at us. Exactly. And I mean, and we I could know. be completely Moon wrong. Night. Well, we've all heard this is only going to be one season. 
Well, and the thing is, is all the Twitter speculation about the cameraman is that it was accidental, is accidental. And it does happen. But we also have to remember that Marvel is so meticulous about not messing up like that, that they go in and they digitally erase people and erase things from their trailers so they don't give things away. So I find it very hard to believe that they would have missed this very obvious cameraman right. in the middle of this scene so, okay so there's okay. there's that or there's the illusion part where in the comics this is also kind of a reference thing, Tyler, you broke them both i know <laughs> i don't know what they, to say <laughs> i i didn't I'm say it was a great ending i i hate you for coming up with this oh no <laughs> I do. Brilliant. Oh, I, I think our friendship is is on is on shaky ground right now. Well, maybe so I can good. maybe I can help with, with my other theory real quick. It's just do it quick because we're done. That, you know this <laughs> oh. this stuff was taking place, but then when where we're at now is it is an illusion being being put forth, and it was so in the comic. And at some point, um, Anubis helps Mark get out. And guides them back. They meet up with Anubis, I think, in the sewer or something like that when they sewer, escape. Yeah, under now, underneath. who can help them escape? The hippo goddess, maybe. Um, she may be taking the place of Anubis. They could take him to Anubis. Anubis could help him get back out, free Conchu, all that. So this whole thing is just an illusion, you know. Okay. Okay, with that, I'm ending the show. We're done. We're done. There's nothing more I want to talk about. We're done talking. I don't. I don't know if there'll be another iHeart Geek episode after this. I'm broken. Tyler, you broke them. I'm done. Oh. Hey, Check out the website www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use the we paid extra for it. I'm so glad you waited till the end on that. I we'll, I, we'll see. I'm so broken. I'm Dub. I'm here with Courtney. I'm here with Kevin. We're here with Tyler. <laughs> And I'm going to go to the shower and cry for the next hour. I am so <laughs> broken right now. Dirty. Keep on geeking uh, on. We'll wait see y'all later. Week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.